All right, we, uh, we've got uh, Mo Valley assistant coach Pat Giangrosso and Mo West alumni Elias Vaiethi. Still don't know how to say your name after all these years. All right. <laughs> it's got a lot of vowels in it. Anyway, um, we're, uh, we're just talk, going to talk about Elias' experience uh, that they got, to, they got to go to Worlds last year which was pretty unique. So Elias, tell us, and Coach G, tell us the process of how that all came to pass. Right. Um, uh, so last year we got a couple of other Samoans on the team, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that are like from Samoa. Like I'm Samoan, but I'm from Kansas City. So I'm not, I don't really count. But they're, <laughs> but they're, they're actually from the island. They know everything about, you know, and they've, they've done international competitions. And I was like, well, I think I should be able to get on that. My grandparents immigrated in the sixties. And I mean, there's, and so we, we, we talked about it and we talked to, there's a guy named Shane, you know, Shane Riker. He's I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, to Blue, he wrestled Blue Springs. He, um, he was a coach. What's that Juco called coach? Wentworth. Uh, he was at Wentworth. He was a coach. Military at Academy. Yeah. And so yeah. some Samoans got on there and, you know, the Samoans, it, they don't, there's, it's not a sport in Samoa. Like wrestling isn't a big thing. So they don't really know anything about it going on, but they knew that some guys were going to Wentworth, like a good amount of guys from the island, um, to compete. And so I guess the federation out there was just like, you know, Shane, I mean, you know more than we do. I mean, we just make you the head coach, and you kind of just, you know, tote these guys around. And so he's been in that role, I think, since 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, and so fast forward to this last year. We've been talking about it since I think the since I met Nolan and some other Samoan guys on the team, and then we finally got it ironed out for me and Gino to go with Shane uh, in September. So it, it kind of worked out well. It's pretty interesting. What was that experience like? Uh, wherever the world's at that year, Azerbaijan, uh, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, they're all the same. Um, what was that? <laughs> what was that experience like traveling there and? just being a part of that whole tournament? Um, well, the travel, I mean, it was just us. It was just me, Gino, and Shane. So it wasn't like – it wasn't bad. I mean, as far as like we have to keep track of a bunch of people. But, I mean, it was a long flight. It was like a, what, 10-hour flight, something like that? Yeah, 10 or 12, something like that. Mm-hmm. See, so. yeah. What was it like you know, when you guys got there? What was the experience? Oh, well, we, we – we actually arrived what like three in the morning or something like that when we first got there on a Wednesday, and I think Elias wrestled on Saturday, so it was kind of bang bang trip really, you know. Um, but got in, slept for a little bit, and then kind of got back to got up and went and worked out, and you know we didn't really get to go, you know, sightseeing very much just because of time constraints, but it yeah. was it was cool, you know. I mean. Ate in the hotel most of you know I think all the time so we didn't really get out much when it came to that but got to go watch a lot of great wrestling. Yeah. Did it feel like being like? Did it feel like? Whoa! I'm at I'm at the world championships or did it feel like once you got there it's like oh it's another wrestling tournament? What was that like? It's definitely my favorite tournament that I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean I don't know it's just like. Uh, when I wasn't wrestling, like I was watching people that was like I watch regularly, like on YouTube, and so mm-hmm. it was like it was just real surreal. The most surreal thing I think was 
So when I was wrestling at Mo West in the eighth grade, we went to Tulsa and Jordan Burroughs was giving autographs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on like got doubles hats. He had all this like cage fighter stuff. And that was really cool. And so fast forward to me and Gino working out at Worlds and like the Team USA is there. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely weird. Um, <laughs> it's not like a normal thing, but yeah, the with Jordan and you know, James Green and all those guys working out um, on the next mat. And there, I mean, there were some people we recognized, like Jaden Cox was there. There's a guy from Grandview there. Um, there's so we we knew a couple people, but yeah. it was it was interesting. And there's a lot of Mo Valley people too. I mean, uh, Clarissa Chan yeah. and Jakara. So Nate, Nate was there. Oh yeah, and Nate too. Yeah, yeah, Nate Angle. He was we, there with the Greco team. So we need to get Nate was, on a call. We talked about that last night. He would have some stuff to tell. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I was, I mean, it was, it was cool, you know, especially having so many Valley people there, but, um, you know, experience wise, it was kind of funny. I've told a couple of people the morning that Elias went to wrestle, I had gotten up early and my brother called me on one of the apps and we were joking around and I was like, how crazy is this? I'm about to coach a match at the world championships. (laughs) You know, I was like, who would have ever thought that was going to happen? You know, and, you know, I'm blessed for the opportunity, but, you know, I was just like, you know how this happened you know type of deal (laughs) you know the tournament itself it was awesome you know i mean the race platforms the lights you know everything was you know awesome you know it was cool experience i wish i could have done it as an athlete but you know i'll take it as a coach yeah so go ahead oh i was just gonna say like on that like it's it's crazy how like we were in the like so everybody's sitting by the door and then you're in the tunnel and there's like five people and then as soon as they call your name, we walk out, there's like 100,000 people. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty crazy. What was, the, uh, what was the atmosphere like there? Uh, I mean, how are the fans and everything? They're loud. I mean, it was like the Super Bowl, but for wrestling. Like, it was, it was pre- that's why I loved it so much because I was like, this is what wrestling deserves, like excitement-wise. I mean, it was mostly I, – I mean, Kazakhstan loves wrestling, so it was mostly Kazakhstan people, but mm-hmm. – you know, it was a good portion of everybody, and everybody's yelling for everybody just because everybody likes wrestling there. Um, and so it was interesting. Uh, just like the oohs and ahs were, were huge on, like, throws and takedowns and stuff. And um, it was it was just re- really crazy to see some stuff up close, too. I mean, just stuff that you miss. I don't know. Like, uh, we watched um, that first round, the Haji Aliyev versus the Russian – where he like he got red card, <laughs> he went to the other table, grabbed the red card, and threw it at the ref, and they were just yeah, like, yeah. off the mat. Frisbee, to- yeah, that, was- yeah, he frisbee tossed the uh, red card like completely across the mat at the other refs. It was hilarious, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I mean, you have two world medalists wrestling in the first round, you know, so that's crazy. And he get kind of gets hosed on a call on the edge, so yeah, mm-hmm. but so yeah. let's talk. Let's talk about this transition then. So. You do that uh, in the fall, and then you come back, Mo Valley. Uh, you had a good year, um, obviously, and uh, you ended up All-American at NAI Nationals. So how do you think that experience uh, prepared you for that? Because you're, you're at NAIs, uh, you, took a, you took a tough loss first round. You had to come back, and did that experience prepare you at all for that? For sure. I think uh, something that – I think last year nationals I was missing was I was really like pressuring myself on results. Cause like, I really wanted to place my freshman year. It was just something I wanted to do. 
um, and it didn't happen. And I think that a big part of it was just because I felt like, I don't know, it was like, it was like do or die if, if it did. And, you know, I mean, wrestling, not just at Worlds, but I went to Azerbaijan and Georgia last summer and I lost a lot. I mean, it was just like, I learned like, you know, it's like, I mean, losses come. I mean, it's not like you, you, you wrestle your best. You're not going to change anything. I mean, if you just, whether you think I have to win and you wrestle your best or you just wrestle your best. I mean, um, I think I surprised myself a lot. And so going to Worlds is just like, I, I mean, I lost first round and that was it. But like, I was prepared to do that or wrestle more. Um, and so going into nationals and like the whole season, really, I mean, it was really just, you know, having fun, you know, focused on my faith. And um, I had a lot more fun this season than my freshman year. So, yeah. Did you, did you notice a change in him this year after doing all that stuff, Coach G? Yeah, you know, I mean, matured a lot. And, um, you know, he's doing a couple, you know, things different on the mat, you know, just getting more mat time in. And, you know, training-wise, you know, he knew when his body was hurting and, you know, yeah. you know, to be able to take it easy. I kind of joked with him during the years that could, you know, <laughs> tighten up a little bit. And he'd take, he'd take a lie of days and take, you know, have to not do anything that day. So, um, you know, and we're like, oh, make a world team and, you know, <laughs> take a lie of day. So, you know, but, you know, the experience, you know, anytime you get – to wrestle at an event like that, you know, the experience is awesome. And then when you come back, you realize that, oh, you know, at whatever tournament it is, it's just another match, you know. So kind of takes a, a little bit of the pressure off. But, you know, yeah. to be able to, you know, go, all right, I've been in a – I've been on a bigger stage. You know, I can – I can cope with this. I can, I can battle through it. So, yeah. you know, I, it kind of helped him out a lot. Yeah, I, I sat out for like two months, I think, this season, like total, all, all collected together, just because my my back was terrible, and I, it just kept getting hurt since, like, early this season, I heard it, and it was just, it just be, kept becoming an issue, and even now, um, I think I'm going to get an MRI in a little bit, because we are working with my chiropractor and stuff about um, rehabbing my back, and I'm doing rehab now, Um but yeah, it's just something I've been struggling with. I feel like even it was it was pretty good at nationals too. But I feel like I it could have been better too. Um, but we're we're getting there. That kind of like leads into my next question, which is about training, basically. And so we're we're kind of in this weird downtime now, right? With coronavirus and everything, no one can really do what they would normally do in the spring or or maybe even the summer coming up. So we're trying with these videos, kind of give people ideas of what they should be doing or focusing on at this time. So coach G, what if, what would you be telling your guys or what are you telling your guys? How, how can they still get better even though we can't wrestle or anything right now? Um, you know, we've, we've actually sent out a couple, you know, through our messaging systems and stuff like that. We've sent out like, Hey, here's your daily workout or, Hey, you guys need to be doing something kind of, you know, reminders about, you know, just keeping active. I know it's, you got to do it at home. There's no gyms open, but, you know, running, you know, doing body weight stuff, you know, some of our guys are lucky enough to have home gyms so they can still lift and that kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, I mean, just watching film, watch, watch wrestling, you know, I mean, I can tell you right now, I've watched some stuff on YouTube from, you know, old, old wrestling matches from, you know, Iowa, you know, to Oklahoma State, to, you know, just different dual meets, just watching, just 
oh, you know, and you can rewind and be like, hey, what'd that guy do? You know, like, oh, okay. So, you know, just kind of staying on that. And, you know, if you're lucky enough where you can, you know, you have a wrestling mat in your house or you have that ability, then, you know, get in and, you know, shadow wrestle, you know, do, do some things, you know, that you can do that way. But, you know, it's just crazy times and, you know, do what you can to stay in shape and, you know, don't, you know, don't go crazy on the, on the food and, you know, eat healthy, yeah. basically. <laughs> so that seems to be the common consensus, but uh, you and Pritz last night both talked about watching film, which is good because I think everyone's really focused on like what the different physical things you could do, but you could actually improve your mental game a lot right now, probably. So just slow down and analyze film and watch other people yeah. wrestle. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Something we've kind of, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we have, you know, we use Matt boss so our guys can get in and watch all their film from this year and, you know, get in like, all right, what am I doing? Right. What am I doing wrong? You know, where's, where am I getting taken advantage of, you know, in positions that, okay. So now I can make a list and when it, when you can get back on the mat, Hey, start working on these things. So, yeah. you know, and they can do that from home. They can do it from their phone. So, you know, yeah. which makes it awesome for us. Mm-hmm. All right. Something we've kind of been asking uh, everyone to close it out um, is do you have a unique or weird or funny wrestling story you would like to share with the public? Yeah, I saw let you take this one first. <laughs> Elias got coached by Cox, so he, <laughs> he has 5,000. Like, he's something with Cox. I was like, Elias, do you remember the day that Cox lost his tooth at a Fort Osage? Yeah, practice? I do remember that too. That was <laughs> Cox is. I don't know. There's just I don't know. I I, I keep thinking, and it, I just keep thinking of stories that Cox told me. <laughs> it all ends up. It's like the end of practice. We're sitting there, and Cox is like, you know, one time I left a chick in the woods, and it's just stuff like that. Where it's just like, <laughs> stuff. Most most of his are not for public consumption, apparently. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Coach G, you have an interesting wrestling story? Um, I, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I do. But I, one that kind of always pops in my head is, you know, just being out. Uh, I forget what grade I was in sometime during high school. But I went and wrestled at uh, a tournament, uh, tournament champions in Ohio when I lived up in PA. And we're wrestling all day. And I don't know what happened. There was some kind of huge mess up in the bracketing system. And um, – Next thing I know, it's like 1130 at night. We're still in like the quarters, you know, and just keep wrestling. Next thing I know, it's like 330 in the morning. I'm wrestling the semis. And and I literally was like, I told my dad, I was like, hey, just tell, you know, tell the other guy, you know, hey, whenever he's ready to wrestle, just give me 10 minutes. I'm good to go, you know. So I sat in the, you know, aluminum folding chair on the edge of the mat. Next thing I know, my dad's waking me up, and he's like, hey, they're ready. I'm like, okay, you know, groggy as hell. I look out, the dude's got his ankle bands on. He's in the middle of the mat with the ref already. I'm like, (laughs) "Uh, you know, know, half awake, half asleep, go out there to start wrestling. And I'm like, you know, and I was like, I was like kind of in the back of my head, dad, you could have given me a little bit more warning about, you know, getting up, you know, waking up. But 
it was just kind of you know humorous that you know i think we ended the tournament like 4 30 in the morning or something like that you know and it's like such a wrestling time, thing yeah 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 and my dad the whole time was like hey whenever you want we can we can roll out i was like i haven't lost yet so i might as well stay around <laughs> so it was it was just a fun experience and you know it's like you hear you know tournaments go along i'm like man this one you know this one took the cake on it really so yeah there is no time time at wrestling tournaments time stops <laughs> um i'll let you do one last thing uh you guys are obviously elias you've had a good experience at mo valley going there you know uh after your your first year of wrestling and uh what pitch pitch mo valley what's what do you guys uh what do you guys tell people when you're telling people about mo valley um, so recently, actually, you know, Drake in Mo Valley, um, and I kind of I talked to him obviously a lot about it. But what really got me when I was leaving South Dakota was uh, just well, I mean, you know, I took the visit and it was my last visit of like a couple schools in the region, and it was just like, um, you know, the the coaches they they really follow through with things. I mean, even in the recruiting process and. Um, you know, the, the team is really close. I mean, we just have a really close knit team too. And I mean, I know a lot of teams probably say that, but we are really pretty close knit team. I mean, among all the different kind of guys that we have on the team from literally all over the, the country and in the world in some places or in some cases. Uh, and, you know, I mean, the education too was something that, I mean, they, we really have a close connection with teachers too. Something I didn't have in my last school. I mean, you can always, you know, contact people and, um, so it's just really easy to succeed. I mean, or it's not easy, but they, you get a lot of help is what I should say um, to succeed. I know I've been doing well in class and hopefully I keep doing well on the mat and um, it's a, a large point of it is to my coaches. So. Yeah. There you go. That's perfect lead for you, coach G. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I think, you know, I, I wrestled at Valley back in the day, you know, and, you know, it all starts with the head guy with Mockles, you know, he, you know, he's a father figure to me, but, you know, he really truly looks after everybody on the team and the coaching staff and, you know, for what's best for them. He wants everybody to succeed, you know, in whatever they're doing in life, you know, and we talk a lot about it, you know, education comes first. The next thing, you know, we want to develop, our guys into outstanding young men and, you know, be, you know, successful in society, you know, whatever they go to do after they get off the mat. And then, you know, of course, you know, wrestling comes in there where, you know, we've had a track record, you know, and still have a track record of being successful. And, you know, and we plan on doing that as, you know, in the future, it's just, you know, there's other priorities that I think we kind of, cater to a little bit more and you know family style you know we treat each we treat each other like a family you know and you know I mean to this day I still talk to guys I wrestled with you know in college you know at least once a week you know and you know we're still a tight-knit group you know 20 years later so um, you know it's it's a it's a really great dynamic you know we look after each other you know all the guys hang out together you know normally this time of year you know, we'll find the guys all kind of hanging out playing spike ball or football or something outside, you know, now it's getting nice out, you know, and, you know, kind of watch out, you know, we still, I mean, with all this going on, I've been in contact with most of the guys about, Hey, how's your classes going online? How's, 
how's this going on? You know, because that's when it comes down to it, that's the most important part about it all is, you know, getting education, you know, and then we'll wrestle and we'll do well on that end of it. But, you know, just being successful in the classroom and off the mat is, you know, a huge part of what we try to instill into the guys. Yeah. I know it's and on that, like some guys, there's like four or five alumni that I never, I never even was on the team with that have been encouraging me like Jake Exeter and uh, Terry Berry, even like, um, just a, just a couple guys, Shane Hall, a, a lot of people that wrestled like either Gino's time or like were coached by Gino that I never even wrestled with that have just reached out to me all season, encouraging me or whenever they come into town, they talk to us. Some of them came to nationals. Um, and it's just a real, like, I don't know. It's a really close lifelong connection. I think, I mean, extending for a long time. Cause there's a lot of people I'd never even, I never even knew interesting that, um, I interact with a lot now. No. Jesse, you got any final questions or anything? No, I think that's good. Okay. <laughs> Let me stop the recording.